ultimately, I just I try to avoid the dishes at any cost. Uh, dishes is a mess. If I'm there, like washing my hands and just you know pushing the dishes to a, to the side until they until they're cleaned by the mice that come through on the counters from above the floorboards. Because the kitchen area <laughs> in this house is is an add on, and it's added on in the most landlordy possible way, which is bare minimum integrity. Hey Ryan, what's your what's your size? What's your size? Are you a are you a five five I'm, and a half? I fuck you. I'm a men's seven. <laughs> I'm six. Oh, they don't three. have that size. I'm six three and I'm a men's seven. supposed to be drudging this woman has like abnormally long toes they're beautiful i don't want this anymore oh my god i am fully torn. what else viewer, can i get for you viewer there's toes on the screen right now lee's pulling up uh stock photos of women's feet for us to uh oh, that's some that's some solid stuff right there that's that's good stuff uh what frankly, else can i get for you See, it knows I have children, so it keeps recommending what baby if, things. What have to you been? Me. You've been ordering something. No, they, they, they know. Yeah, that Amazon happens. knows I co. Amazon knows I cohabitate with a woman and that I have a child. So it's recommending all of these things to me because what do you think I use? Like the person who uses Amazon the most is a woman with a baby. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally like there. That's the reason why Amazon's a huge company. That and the. Uh drug-like fixation that happens from uh consuming we are all consumers oh yeah this is the i'm getting dopamine hits on everything i'm looking at right yeah, now yeah yeah everything the 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 color sensation is is uh, how about i get you a subscription to uh southern living southern living magazine <laughs> limited time deals only seven dollars per issue are you kidding me how Hell. i lose money not ordering that not doing that L. I don't know. I just I feel like you're missing out on some really good information. Do you read a magazine ever? That that would require me to read first, and and that's a tough ask. I used to like point. I used to like it when I was uh, younger, and I'd be um, going to an an airport for the first time, uh, and you'd be in the terminal, walking through the concourse, and you see the the newsstand of whatever city name you're in. Then you see like the shirts with whatever city you're mm-hmm. in. It's like a sailboat on a gray sweatshirt and it says Jacksonville, Florida with beach or something silly and, and it's a weird print. And then you have all those magazines and it's like, well, I'm, I'm going to be on an airplane, so I need to have a magazine. And you try to like ask your parents to buy you a magazine and they say, oh, well, we'll get you, we'll get you one in the next stop. And you just realize that they just don't want to spend $6.95 because it's 2002 and that's a lot of money for that's how much a magazine costs nowadays that's why i don't buy them they're they're like going they're like eight dollars and fifty cents they got and then you just throw it out after the flight yeah well i mean what are you gonna do read the advertisements that's most of the print in there it's just advertisements it's like every (laughs) 
17 pages. There's an article. Yeah. What am I, what am I paying the money yeah. for even? Yeah. There's an article that you will eventually find out there's like misinformation incorrect on the, on the, I feel like a savvy traveler will just, you know, stand in that little, uh, what do they call it? Like Newport news mm-hmm. type of, uh, places. Just read the whole thing, the whole magazine that has your interest Boom, you gotta, before you, gotta, you board the plane. You got a two hour layover. You can, yeah. sit, you can sit at the crowded gate. Uh, listener, um, I remembered from the weekend, one of the worst concourses in the Atlanta airport is D because D is the one that's very narrow. It has the five. Guys. It's got good food. It's got the five guys. There's a five there. guys in there. It's got Damn. nothing gotta, like having a fucking bag of f- greasy fries before you get on a four-hour flight somewhere. I look at people and the things that they eat while I'm waiting at the gate and thinking, "Oh man, you're gonna jump into a can with 200 other people that's gonna go 30,000 feet in the air, and there's gonna be massive pressure on all of your bodily organs, and you're gonna put in the most." diarrhea land the land air and sea from mcdonald's do you know the land air and sea yeah oh yes i do (laughs) yeah i'm an american too i know that one but just real quick for the listener the land air and sea is a chicken burger and fish sandwich all in one that mcdonald's has put out there for us to consume menu hacks anyway please that's what it that's what it is i saw it some mcdonald's i was at it was in a nicer part of town and they had the nice new uh, flyering on the window. And it was all these like silly fonts with um, cool graphics. And it was like, check out this wacky hip foodie angle that we're pulling on the menu. Do whatever you want. Put together a bun and then a chicken filet and then put egg on top of that. And if you want a burger, go ahead and spice it up with our secret sauce. And so it was like, do whatever you want. Like those really cool guys that do like first tastings on YouTube. People love that stuff. Also creepy, creepy behavior. Again, this is not a throw and shade podcast, but the people eating on camera thing has always baffled me that other people would tune into that. Uh, but I guess um, any type of orifice, orifice stuffing would be something that people like to get involved in. It's the same type of person who watches the shows about the women who are 3,000 pounds. Mm. You know, like I'm a ton and a half. You know, my sister is, is 600 pounds and we're together 4,000 pounds. Why would you watch that? Then, I don't then understand. There's, then there's like, and we're and not- you watch them eat. We're not kink shaming. We're we're talking it out. You know, conflicted you never understanding. Any type of shaming. No body shaming. Definitely kink not. Shaming. We some freaks. We some quirked up white boys goaded <laughs> with an open mind. That's what's up. But there's those like OnlyFans too, where it's like watch this chick eat an entire pizza and then down a couple two liters. It, with the breadsticks full side, like going after it, like, like, yo, I would, I would do something like that. Um, you know, from a long day of podcasting and editing, needing to get my calorie intake up, right? Of course. Was but it you see, who said a few episodes ago, like those type of things either signal the beginning of a, a 
great society or the actual end of the society? Was that yes? Historians will look back at this and see it as well, this could be a high point or a low point, and it would be a hinge point out through through the history books of how um, civilizations rise and fall. And to to notice those little details, it, it puts into perspective. Sure, we can we can debate. I guess none of us really have any of the answers, but historians can look back with a different lens, and that lens will show them that there was communities out there thousands hundreds of thousands of humans tuning in to watch like a consumption race a sexualizing of a gourmand figure and perhaps getting off on it but to have the luxury to do that puts us in a strange point in history there's this chick on youtube and she's not fat she's actually very fit she's like a professional eater which most um, most of like the champion eaters are you wouldn't really call them fat, right? I'm gonna As give a-, a shout out here to Katina eats kilos, where she eats like like look at this pizza, dude. Oh hell yeah. We're pulling up a video of a professional eater that's got a looks like a lot of videos on her on dude, her YouTube. This, this pizza is she's not a huge girl either. She yeah, just whoa. eats this pizza. It's like if you were to take the length of it, it's from her head to her midsection, at least. I, I remember watching this girl eat against another guy, like something really similar to this, like just a normal, like a guy friend that she has. And she she was eating like at the end of it, it looked like this guy had more food on his plate than when he started. And she had ate like four kilos of pizza, like eight pounds of pizza. It's so gross to me i don't for me it's it's very disgusting it's hard for me to watch uh, but for so many people in this country it is so darn interesting i want to just say how many followers she has her channel is huge she has three hundred and seventy thousand subscribers 100 200 000 people watch every video she puts out i'm gonna go out on a wing a lot of our viewers are gonna be guys with tummy aches pretty often so they, they too are not going to necessarily be fans of this stuff. If you're a fellow tummy ache comrade out there, you know, you're somebody that you, I work with and we're in the trenches and, you know, I'm, we're handing each other back and forth nips of Pepto-Bismol because, you know, we're just guys with tummy aches. It's a real thing. People want to ignore that. We got sensitive tummies. Something like this? No. Because I, I we should just, start a club. I Men with see. tummy aches. I could see my, that's what that new emoji is. People think it's a pregnant man. No, it's just a guy with an upset <laughs> tummy. You're talking no, about the that. emoji, the emojis in the phone now, which is up newest Apple update. I can't rem- I feel like I was looking for it months ago, but now it's there again. It's the three different genders with uh, tummies for like, that look like they're holding a, a pregnant belly. Dude, what are you even talking about mm-hmm. right now? Yeah. Our viewers, they're, they, I'm just going to guess a lot of them are not going to necessarily be watching this stuff either. But it's fascinating. I, I see a pizza like that. And uh, to describe the pizza, it was something like a stuffed pizza. It had like a fold over on the, around the edges. And it's the, like two pizzas stacked on each other and yeah, baked together. Like a double-decker style. So you know it was beefy and I- uh, cheesy in all the right places for a couple slices and then a couple more and then like later that night a couple more but you're not eating the whole thing at once if you're listening to this show most likely 
most likely you're going to, you, you would maybe accept a challenge to try to get something free. Some of our more alpha viewers, <laughs> but if you're, if you're just a normal Sigma tummy ache kind of guy or girl out there listening to us, you're, you're thinking, Hmm, this is pretty wild. But I also look at it and think, yeah, there's kind of have to be maybe a fetishizing, sexualizing, and arousal point that the viewers, they appreciate the, uh, the work that it takes. Because I the think YouTubers I... clearly working hard to do this, right? I mean, there's some work. She's. I have far more respect for her than a woman who sells farts in a jar. Because one thing takes time. Like, it's really hard to eat that much food. You have to train your body to be able to do that. And that does take discipline and sacrifice without question. Some people are born with stronger stomachs. Yeah. It's like, all she also has a genetic gift, you know, like most people can't do what she does. It's, it's, it's something going on in her insides that allow her to do this crazy ass shit. And that's probably what comes out of her at the end of it. But the thing is, is that women who are uh, what we'd call thoughts, th those are usually women that don't have any talent per se, haven't put in any work or dedicated themselves to a craft other than hoism. So that's why I think even though I'm disgusted by the professional eater, I think I give her a lot more credit as a content producer because she actually has to go out there and put on her game face and, and do something that's really hard. She's not just throwing on her Lululemon spandex and doing some squats in front of a mirror. She's nah. putting on her Lululemon and giving a performance of consumption that's not direct sexualizing. So a I don't think of clever. I don't think there's much. I guess there's there must be some sexualization. I, to I, it, I, right? I think it has to. I think that's exactly how this has to work because it's got to be one of those things that, well, it's just un unacknowledged or acknowledged. But again, we're not we're not kink shaming. Let, let them be free to watch someone do something awful to their tummies. Let's talk NFL. Let's talk football. Let's talk sports ball. We haven't talked football. a lot of sports on this podcast. We are a sports and podcast. Yes. We, we don't do the only thing, you know, we really stay away from is politics. 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 Yeah. It's fucking boring. We just politics is a different business. That's why I call it politics. No boring. juice. Zero um, juice score. Bad people. Bad people are in it. We don't we don't want to give a, a voice to that. We don't want to provide provide a platform to uh, politicians. We don't want to sponsor any of that. Yes. 45 will always have an open mic on the show. Absolutely. He could he yeah. could come and if he's like listen I want your podcast well, we do he could have it prima nocta I guess uh, cats out of the bag a little bit here uh, this summer we do have a Mar a Largo visit um, on the on the calendar look forward to that summer end of summer 2022 and Mar a Largo brunch is yeah. it a brunch we're invited to we got um, we got some big things on the calendar can't go into any more detail. I think it's a uh, cornhole game and some brunch at Mar-a-Lago. Cornhole, cornhole, folks. 
for some of you that may have, some of our older listeners might not know what cornhole is. I, I found this out. Some of our day. international listeners would right. have no idea yeah. what cornhole is. Yeah. Cornhole. It's a board. It's a board. It's a bag. It's a bag. It's a team on one end, a team on the other end. You're chucking bing bags. Remember hacky sacks? You're chucking them, trying to get it into a hole in the board. There's a hole in a board and a board on the ground and the dude by a board and the beers flow around and around and ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Cornhole. <laughs> and, and that's the sound of the music in your head when you're playing the game. So some of the, some of the greatest pastimes. You know, for, they uh, put cornhole on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's on a major sports cable network. Sick. Like I, at some random hours, I think they play more cornhole than they do hockey on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe because certainly more than yeah. soccer. Well, so again, listener, if you're not familiar, that's um, that's what's going on. Give it a Google search. Check it out. It's a fun game. I've heard. I've always been more of a spectator on it because it's like, well, I'm I'm at a party. I'm trying to drink. I'm not trying to look like a fucking loser. But also, <laughs> again, sigma mindset. You're not going to put yourself into a position to lose in a game of, of sport, because just that's not what winners do. You think about winning every moment. Don't put yourself into position. But why would you battle. waste time playing cornhole when you could be talking to girls and potential business partners? If you're not, or a combination of both, if you're not making an effort, then your dingling will not be. Touched. I've always thought I'm like the, I'm like, I am a Sigma male. So yeah. I, when we talk about these things, it's actually very close and personal to me. So I'm able to share the things that I would think at that moment, why I wouldn't play cornhole. And I'm able to really understand, get into that mindset and know why I wouldn't. Because there's people to talk to that might make me money or that might uh, get, I could be in a relationship with. Yeah, I, I relate to it as well as, as hearing about the Sigma male has always made more sense to me because yes, I was a sports player in high school and yes, because of uh, a steady diet of gas station food and fast food from the early ages of being a child all the way through um, my adulthood, I had a lot of the unnatural hormone content and the corn slurry fried congealed goop that I would consume. So I did have an early puberty that was onset around the age of nine years old. And I was much taller than ah. the, the rest <laughs> of the class. And so it put me into a bit of an alpha position, but I was a gentle giant always. And then quickly was out, outpaced by everyone else that didn't have a grandparents that were four foot 11. Genealogically, and that they ate proper like human yeah. food. You know, they don't look like 38 while coming out of junior year <laughs> high school. They're not just covered in hair. Uh, listener, you could probably relate to this because you were probably in a similar category. You were, you were in that um, position as a high schooler, a middle schooler. But the I, I feel you, the Sigma makes... It relates to us, right? Yeah, it's something that we can speak from. And honestly, uh, um, this this show is a platform for that. So... Listener, go ahead and reach out to us with your Sigma stories. Hey, give the hashtag Sigma stories on, a, on all the juice um, boards out there. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Truth. We are now 
Drum roll, please. I have a profile. Truth Social. Far superior platform, folks. This is the this is the platform that's gonna give us the freedom to speech. We need a voice. We're gonna get it out there. We don't want to be censored. Big tech, middle fingers up to you. You will not have control over the fluidity and the filth here. We're gonna, we need to say what we need to say. We're not gonna be shadow banned. We're not gonna we're not gonna be um, pressed under the the heavy thumb. Uh, Zuckerberg working for uh, Nancy Pelosi somewhere in, um, you know, liberal shitty uh, San Francisco region of uh, failing California. We are transcending above it. We're, we have access to some of the latest and greatest tech that is designed by patriots. Uh, a lot of our viewers, patriots out there doing just what's right. Also, YouTube clips coming up. Buy the container ship full, folks. We got so much content. We're brimming with it. Um, uh, the staff and the media department. I'm excited. Overwhelmed. Put together all of. I'm excited to see what they what they've been doing back yeah. there. I mean, we've been generating yeah. out. We we've been doing this for six weeks, and we've already done about forty seven hours of content. And I'm excited to see what they have back there because you're yeah. only getting a sneak peek. You know, you ever you ever hear say someone say like, uh, you know, 25 going on 30 or 20, you know, 21 going on 41. We are six months going on six years is what it feels like from uh, a quality and a quantity, both quality and quantity. Having all of that together, it's it's like, but it's also still a lot of fun. So just it's it feels like maybe it's been like closer to six weeks. Still having a lot of fun. No shortage at all. It. Content, uh, magic, uh, followers, shout outs. A lot of celebrities want to get on the show. A lot of radio um, production crews turning to us and some of our collaborators about what's hot right now, about what's trending in um, audio video. So right now, we're going to change gears a little bit. We're going to talk National Football League. All right. We're going to see how they go. We're going to see how this goes. All right. We don't have to talk about sports on this show, but I feel like it would give us an added wrinkle because it is something that we both know a lot about. I know you had made some fan art recently mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the Jaguars. Yes. We're going to definitely get to that. So we're going to talk NFL because we just had the NFL draft. See how this goes again. This may not be a, a reoccurring thing here, uh, but we're not. Let's be real. We're not comedians, so you know we're not we're not professional laugh a minute guys. So we want to make sure we can talk about things that are really interesting. And football is perpetually interesting. Yeah, but, if if uh, I may, if I may. Um, yes, yeah, please. We, I know you is, want to jump in there. This is not a laughing matter. So we're serious when we need to be, and that's that's again what my co mic is is bringing up is a serious topic. The NFL is a serious business, love it or hate it, support it or not. Some of our viewers may have banned uh, viewing the NFL in their own house and home a long time ago, and that's fine. That's okay. But what's happening in the NFL is, is kind of a part of what's happening to this country. Also, for a lot of our fans, you're going to find yourself watching the NFL on Sunday 
And we want to be right there, just just uh, a foot or two ahead of the conversation, like we are with a lot of topics. Most topics. yeah, and, and we we want to be touching on all different verticals. So whether it's sports, entertainment, fashion, uh, current events, pop culture, we we want to be on the forefront of everything. And, and, and frankly, we are. It's it's something that our competitors have been nipping at our heels in an attempt to catch up. But we we are there. We're occupying that space, and we want to bring our gift to uh, thought leaders, uh, scene leaders, moment leaders, and we want to disperse it because we're we're about that distribution of the the good stuff. The so, the draft is in its second, like it goes two weekends or something. No, the the draft is done, Ryan. Uh, we can okay. cut that. It's okay. You don't have to know that. Definitely going to leave that in. <laughs> it goes. I think it's three days now. And hey, for all the ladies out there listening, you know, we're going to get we're not going to get too deep. So if you want to listen here uh, in and just get get some tips on how to talk to your man about football, uh, this is a good opportunity to learn a little bit. Just by the way, Um, we're not going to mansplain. We're going to say it how it is. Absolutely. You can take one of these quips and use them. You know, we're going to have a lot of good quips. We're going to have a lot of good hot takes. You can take these. Feel free to. Uh, put them on your Twitter. Make sure your man knows that you're up in the most recent NFL news. Yes. So Cardinals, I don't know shit about the Cardinals uh, other than Kyler Murray. So, I mean, and I don't think we're very hot in the in the Phoenix market right now. So fuck them. Hmm. Um, Falcons, your neck, neck of the woods. Yes. Getting some good scores here in the early round. No, they took that quarterback out of Cincinnati, Desmond Riddler. Uh, apparently he's a at six foot. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that. If, if you're in the NFL, and you're playing quarterback and you're not six foot 10, you're a midget. Yeah. So um, should really tell that guy to change his position in life. But these are guys, I don't know. I don't really yeah. follow Atlanta that closely. Great. Uh, B plus on, on um, everyone's third favorite Atlanta sports team. <laughs> the thing about I guess it, that hottest thing. the thing about Atlanta as a lifelong Atlantean since 2020 Nobody here really likes the Falcons. You got the Hawks doing good things recently in the NBA. You got some, you got some superstars on that squad. It feels kind of like an NBA town. And then you also have this baseball team that I guess is better because they won the World Series. And the Braves are like anyone who grew up in the South. Yeah, that's not content. That's not Florida. The yeah. Braves are the team. They got to be up there on merch sale too. They got to be like you see a lot of they, Braves gear. The Braves won't let any other team move in anywhere south of the Mason Dixon line. After Maryland, there's nothing. Virginia, Carolinas, Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi, yeah, Louisiana, every single state in yeah. that region in the southeast has to be Atlanta fans for yeah. Major League Baseball. For our cryptography fans out there, you're probably thinking in your head the area that we're talking about. Maybe think about the triangle between Georgia, Kentucky, and Virginia. It's a strange area. It has an actual, a lot of geographical divide with being a part of the southern tip of the Appalachia mountain range, you know, basically like flatland, 
to some legit elevation, you know, if you're, if you're traveling from the south northward, you're going from completely lowland to the highlands of the east, mid-south, mid-Atlantic. And it's a strange area. There is a lot of beauty around it. There's so much possibility because there are some cool towns. It's a pretty cool, like mountainous type vibe towns. But it's so, so much further to travel to. Like if you're just going to hop in your car, like maybe you needed to go to um, like Charleston, West Virginia, then you wouldn't really have a direct route because it's so sparsely populated. This area, what I'm getting at, this area would be a fantastic area to implement a high-speed rail triangle. (laughs) And I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, viewer and uh, Elon Musk fanboys, to throw it in his comments. Get that that Hyperloop and get get it going underneath the whole Appalachian because there's no land. No one owns this land. It's all... It's formerly hillbilly property. <laughs> and if you're oh. drilling under it, no one's going to know. No one knows. No one, no one cares. You know, it's just a forest. It's just an undisturbed forest or it's, you know, some bumpkin farmland. It's not important. You can, we can annex, we can take it over and we can get people so we can move back and forth across these cool places. Cause uh, like I don't, I've always wanted to go to Asheville. I heard it's pretty cool. going to have, a, we got a lot of listeners in Asheville. Uh, shout out to uh, the Carolinas. Um, got a lot in Charleston, specifically shout out King street, downtown Charleston, former stomping ground as a, uh, uh former, um, DJ and club goer myself, a lot of big clubs there, a lot of cool, cool places, some really dope men's fashion you see up and down the old King street. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens had like 14 picks this year. Solid. Did anyone draft in round four? What did they do to acquire this many draft? Pick. This actually looks like my fantasy board. This is what I would do. <laughs> fantasy football. Former fantasy football greats, Lee and Ryan, do have a lot of strong advice for anyone out there. Looking at their 2022, 2023 fantasy teams, because that's going to come up soon. And we'll be covering a lot of fantasy angles on the show for, for our listeners, getting it, getting out that good. Uh, I think it would be like, a, like, a, like some paid Paid content there, yeah. like Lee and Ryan's yeah. hot picks. Or you don't want to just give that stuff out for free, you know? No, I mean, people will use that to make money. We shouldn't just give away everything just because it's important. The distribution stays in the right um, calibration. So, Buffalo Bills, good team, need good wide receivers for oh, that yeah. amazing quarterback they have, Jake Allen. Khalil Shakir, dude, just that guy just sounds like he's fast. I don't mm-hmm. even know anything about him. Khalil Shakir mm-hmm. sounds like he's the best slot receiver in the NFL. And the, he just yeah. got drafted. Yeah. The the uh the Bills did did hot things last season. Yeah, the last Bills uh they Bills went to the uh divisional round against the Chiefs. Probably the best yeah. football game I ever saw. Bills versus Chiefs last year. Yeah. If if anyone's listening to this and doesn't know much about football or, or doesn't know that game, go on YouTube, watch the highlights for 10 minutes. Chiefs, Bills last year. It went like double overtime. 
It oh, was a it. crazy game. I, it was I, a crazy I, game. I got home and I it's turned one of the on, craziest games I saw my whole life. I turned on the TV like right as it was like final drive. The defenses, they just stopped playing or just decided that they couldn't keep up with the pace that those quarterbacks were playing on. It was like watching in college football and like you have these conferences like the Pac-10, like certain teams out west or in, in Texas that they don't really play defense. You know, like every score is 63 to 50. It's like uh, uh, Oregon it's, and Utah or something where they just play offense the whole time. Much more exciting for the viewer. The traditionalists will approve of a game like that, knowing that defenses are – you know, a weak man's game, a beta man's game. Panthers, who cares? Irrelevant. Bears, who cares? Like, I don't know. Certainly not me. Bengal Cats. Bengals. Former, former Big Super Cat. Big Cat Clubs. Shout out to all the Big Cat Clubs. Yeah, they, they did good last season. They had a run. People were hoping for the best there. Browns, who cares? Tech, uh, Ga- Dallas Cowboys, America's like team. To, they're they're like they're the Atlanta Braves of football. Yeah, yeah. be real. They take tackle, uh, defensive end. So exciting, I guess. Hey, it looks like out of their first six picks, they took seven offensive tackles. Uh, <laughs> J- Jerry Jones is a fundamental kind of guy. Yeah, he loves I like him big and white. I want to put him on the line. <laughs> And just smash them against each other. It's a good big white guy. It's what Jerry Jones is yeah. really needing. Just that. put him there and just smash him. The older he gets, the more he's he should be in charge of so many successful years as a Dallas Cowboys, um, you know, operator. Dude, so much success from the comment. Dallas Cowboys. Edge. So this position they call edge. Interesting. We used to. This used to be defensive end, right? Okay. Like we call. No, forever, all my life, I was like, you play defensive tackle or mm-hmm. you play defensive end. Interesting. I don't know if that's interesting. I don't know. Did you know that? I did not know that. I would, I would have no idea. Now. I'd have to Google it. Yeah, they used to call it defensive end, D-E. That was defensive end. Guys who lined up on the tackles or on the tight end. Listener, we're looking at the sheet. It's, say, it's literally spelled out E-D-G-E, edge in a place that next to the name that uh, traditionally you would just see D E the lions took like five edge guys. Just, Mm. Hey, if the quarterback doesn't have time to throw the, if you just rush with everyone on the edge, maybe that's the secret to success for the lions. Keeping the opponent's offense off the field, wear out the defense, big brain strategies. The Packers did a bunch of defense. Uh, not a lot of exciting guys in this draft, you know, like edge guys and cornerbacks. You take a cornerback number three in the draft. Yeah, something about this uh, graduating uh, class of seniors, collegiate wide, just mostly uh, like on the line. <laughs> not as much of the skill guys. No, really. Like, how good is a cornerback? Listen, the game is wow. so pass heavy. Yeah. The quarterbacks are so good. You just don't see shutdown corners like you used to. I know they exist, but I don't really you used to have these cornerbacks that just I'm, I can't throw over there. Corner. This guy would to yeah, corner CB. 
um, cornerbacks, cornerbacks to, to distinguish that over the mics in case uh, you're listening uh, and, and and wondering what that what we're saying. Corner cornerbacks. That's Houston Texans. First so that's round the Texans going. dropping a cornerback. First number, round corner cornerback number yeah. three. Pretty interesting. I just think I think that's a, a, I, a good position for um, you know focusing on. Yeah, because if you don't have it, and also there's a psychological edge there too. Every time that I notice the Jaguars um, picking up like on a good defensive streak, it's their their cornerbacks were performing. All their good teams, they always had good cornerbacks, and you get the crowd behind the cornerbacks, you get the commentary, and then the it gets in the head of the receiver. So it becomes, and this is this is the arena where uh, alpha is going to prevail. Like there's going to be some positions for the sigma, but the alpha will prevail in uh, on the gridiron. Uh, you know, we don't, uh, we we cannot tinker with a system too too technically. Uh, so getting in the mind of your opponent, Sigma. So here, yes. here, here I am focused on the Jags now. Ryan's team. The, here, here we go, folks. Ja- Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville fans will know that'll put them in the mindset of being at um, Altel Stadium. Probably something else now. But being right there, <laughs> pretty, yeah, all, there's no way Altel is still in business. Put, there's sitting, no way. Let me go on. Putting sitting right, sitting right there, at fifty yard line, and the just a big, uh, big cat growl uh, over the over the speakers. Everyone knows what that is. Doing a quick Wikipedia on Altel Stadium. Defunct. They're not a company anymore. Defunct. Yeah. 2016. <laughs> I love I love that term. <laughs> Defunct. We're going to put that title next to all of our haters so, and our competitors. Do you see this guy's draft grade for the Jaguars? <laughs> 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 Ooh, folks. <laughs> Things continue to be an upward climb. And we all know it's not about the finish line. It's about the journey. Jaguars are going to have a steady journey in front of their faces. But again, D you see number plus. one, we're going to see that number one um, pick. And that's that edge position. Ryan, can you, can you share your, uh, you share your fan art at this time? Uno momento, por favor. Jaguars, D plus for the Jaguars in this draft. Um, you got to think how much longer are they going to be in Jacksonville? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, they're just one of those teams that sh- just not going to stay in that city much longer. There's no other teams there, honestly. You know, back in the day when they had the first football, uh, like in the 20s and 30s, that that's why Green Bay exists because Green Bay is like you know, no one actually lives there. There's like 40,000 people living in Green Bay. It's just the public owns the team. This like kind of the yeah. state, kind of the state's team. Yeah, so that's the only reason why they're still there, but. There were there were football teams in places like Decatur, Illinois, or like Dayton, Ohio, you know, places that were just destined to, to collapse. And I feel like the Jaguars are just one of those teams, one of yeah. those places. It's a football region. North Florida, you're you're sandwiched right in between uh, universities that that love their football. Go state. Lee's got his gear on. And if you're not 
yeah, if, you, if you're not liking football, you're ostracized. You're not a part of the big culture. But here we go. Sharing on my screen now, just some fan art I put together. There was like uh, some sports site putting out um, an image. It was uh, jungle themed with uh, the, the two top back-to-back top drafts from last year and this year. We got our quarterback. This is a blonde guy, number 16. And then uh, Trayvon Walker, the newest, number 44, position edge. That same day, earlier that day, I saw a beautiful picture of a Jaguar with a big old tummy hanging out in a tree. And I superimposed right on top, did some editing, cut out the Jaguars that they put in the photo and then place it right in between. I mean, let's face it. We might make this the image art. Uh, we'll share this. We'll share this on some other streams so you as a listener can, can see what we're talking about. But this team would go so hard. Look at that big boy. Look at him. Look at how powerful he looks. Not to mention just letting his junk hang free in the wind. We've all been there after a big meal. A little too tummy stuffed. I feel like this photo is uh, in memorandum. Yeah, it kind of has that effect, too. In memorial, like a memorial. Like, these guys both died in a tragic train crash or something. Yeah, And it just says, in memory of. Yeah, they also had in tow a a live jaguar in their truck or something. (laughs) (laughs) They all died. It just says uh, Trevor and whatever the tiger's name, whatever the jaguar's name is. (laughs) Trevon, yeah, tra- uh, Trevor Lawrence. What, what's the cat's name? Trelor. I don't know. The cat's got a name, probably. He's a beautiful yeah. boy. So this team right here, everyone's going to love it. The Jaguars are going to get their much-needed boost of merch. And I actually – I know – I know a guy – uh, in Jacksonville that I went to high school with that does um, fashion. And he's done a lot of like um, fashion with the, with the team, with the local Jags. This and would look great on a shirt. I, yeah, oh, I want to This would look this great on a shirt. Here's the problem, though. The last time I was in town, somebody told me that he was after me because I was spreading rumors about being uh, like um, t- trying to take credit for his business. Funny to think about because I would do that. And I had to stop to think, did I try to spread that rumor? Was I trying to like impress a girl some night at a bar and try to take credit for a company that definitely wasn't mine? Have I done spoofs and goofs in the past that have wound me up in some trouble? Yes, but that was not me. So just to clear my name. Completely and totally exonerated. um, Fronted as the creator or lead designer in a um, Jacksonville beach-based fashion design company. No shame again. Um, just that all, puts that rumor nothing, to bed. Nothing but love to the individual and the company. And to well, the, you should you should sell him this design to I'm put gonna, on shirts. I'm going to give it. It's going to. It's a winner. I'm going to give it away because I'm already got so many streams in, and for me, this is this is a passion. This is this is what. 
I'm good at, and I've already made a lot of money doing, I've already had that success point. So this would be a, this would be my gift back to the people of Jacksonville, my gift back to the fans, the low fans of not only the show that a lot of people know about the show, but there's an NFL team called the Jaguars. And that's what we're discussing now. Uh, if anyone, in, uh, any one of our uh, international fans is listening here, yeah. whether our, our fans in the Middle East, in Africa, uh, in Europe, in Latin America, if you want to, if you want to get into football, American football, because it works the other. I, I hear this a lot living in the States. It works the other way where like, you know, a couple guys will go to England and they'll meet a guy at the pub who kind of tells them, hey, you should root for Liverpool now. And then they then they become Liverpool fans or something like this. Yeah. Liverpool is a football club in the Premier League. Uh, I think it works also the opposite. So any of our international listeners looking to get into American football, obviously, we're, we're going to do some live streams of football games this year. and We're going to explain a lot about the game. But in addition... If you're looking for a team to pick, if you're looking for a team to root for, the Jaguars should definitely be that selection. Absolutely. Should definitely be that selection. Did you also do this? This is their photo. This is the one I took. This is ah, the one. Okay. Yeah, this is the, uh, you know, someone was paid to do. This was, and this <laughs> is, this, <laughs> this is. If you're not uh, watching this on YouTube, I'm sorry, but this is, yeah. this is an awesome. We'll try awesome to visual. We'll try to put this visual up. Okay, so now we got. It's very poster. similar to what Ryan did, but Ryan, I think, improved it. Yeah, significantly. The original of the uh, Trevor and Trayvon in the jungle with four jaguars in the photo, actual animals, and they've uh, they've changed the eye color to teal, but they are real cats. One in a tree in the background, and then two one or two in the foreground with one at a similar level in the background kind of positioned symmetrically on the sides and in between so you have uh you have the whole thing going on the whole image but these jaguars they don't have the fierce tummy that the one that i found online I literally like the same day earlier that day just found this beautiful boy who had Clearly just consumed possibly <laughs> like a, an alligator or capybara or something, whatever in the central South American habitat that, the, that this uh, apex predator would be roaming upon. And it's in a tree. It's just hanging out. Just a beautiful, image. like no predator stance to this boy, just a leisure chill because uh, cats can climb trees, including the big ones. That's kind of how you look when you're at the Jacksonville stadium, yeah. when it's, uh, it, it's like, uh, I don't know, early season, early September, it's mm -hmm. 97 degrees out. Yeah. 98% yeah. humidity. You just had uh, a land, air and sea from the McDonald's in formerly all tell stadium. Yeah. And you're watching the team, uh, get beat by 28 points in the third quarter. You're in, you're in yeah you're in the end zone this is how you're hanging over the ledge of the swimming pool that you just put in because you've been tailgating since sunrise it's a it's a one o'clock kickoff it's now 3 p.m you're sunburnt so bad you keep having to drink more you're also not really sure where the rest of your crew went you don't remember where you where you put your wallet so your ticket's gone. You haven't been to a game in a couple seasons. 
you're in it for the ride. Wore out and weary, and yeah, your Jags might be in a blowout scenario that would kind of uh, represent most of their games over the past <laughs> nine years or so. But yeah, maybe they stick around town. Maybe maybe they 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 fight it out. The they picked up some winners. Unfortunately, unfortunately, by the time their winners hit Duval, they don't do well. <laughs> I would love to do a deep dive into all of the number one picks. Uh, let's talk about Jay. Let's talk about Jalen Ramsey first. <laughs> like there was a, I remember it like started around probably t- 2003 or so, 2004. There was a USC Trojan, uh, Southern California, USC uh, wide receiver that like got arrested DUI. It was top, you know, pick overall, something wild. And then just like from there on, nothing could materialize. I just just want to say real quick, it was only four seasons ago that they were in the AFC championship, which is literally the top four of the league. I just want to say like, they, they literally didn't make the playoffs from 2008 to 2016. They were third or fourth in their division every single year. And then in 2017, finally put it all together, finally put it all together, got to the AFC championship game, which is literally the top four in the league. And then (laughs) two seasons later, went one in 15. Yeah. Going back to early aughts, that was also, again, every year they'd have to see Peyton Manning twice. And and this was like their best chance teams. Every year they'd have to see Peyton Manning twice and then uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick at least once and that at least once would happen in goddamn Foxborough at the final game before every so every season that would be that's their mountain to climb. And so they even at their best when I feel like they were actually uh, top team um, with Fred Taylor and Maurice Jones Drew that would just punish fucking defenses it was so fun to watch they had their best opportunity at that time but still the odds were stacked against them but i do forget about was it 2016 you said 2017 2017 they made it to the afc championship and and lost not very not that bad uh lost to uh tom brady and the new england patriots every time points if it's not tom brady it's it's peyton manning and a lot of times um they those teams were getting the best of peyton manning but that's they a tough game. Never played Peyton Manning in the playoffs, I don't think. But it, because it's all it, the time. In it's divisional. Division. So since the year 2000, the Jaguars have made the playoffs three times. So that's three playoff berths in <laughs> 22 seasons. At, at the origination of the franchise, uh, they actually were quite successful. But yeah. the past two uh, two decades plus have been abject horror yeah uh for anyone uh in jacksonville who roots for them but that being said like i said i was talking about the international listeners you should really get into the jaguars because the amount of entertainment that ryan will provide you on a week-to-week basis during the season is going to be worth it worth it don't follow any other team it's it's unfiltered info coming straight from the team itself is all i'm reproducing uh, mm. And yes, that makes me think 
Jaguars' newest home, maybe Liverpool, maybe South London, somewhere there for our uh, Lyman. I don't know what they're. I don't British know what they're but London Bro. has been the preseason opener home of the Jaguars straight across the pond. Honestly, the Jaguar teal aesthetic goes in well to um, uh, some UK fashion scenes. It makes the adoption so much easier, uh, like a tropical exotic cat that fits in well into the gray aisle. Um, so- Wrapping up the show, looking forward, it's Mother's Day coming up, right? Props to moms. Without moms, without pregnant people, where would we be? Yeah, shout out to moms We wouldn't be here. I don't think you can, I think moms is not a word we can use anymore. I think we have to say uh, people, (laughs) uh, parent, parent people. Mother's Day and Father's Day is going the way of the dodo. It's going to be... uh, Parents Day. At the time we're recording this, the calendar says Mother's Day. And gosh darn it, I'm going to say Mother's Day. But Mother's that's going to be a hate crime. The Mother's Day is coming any, up. And when, we have, when people are listening to our archives in 10 years, they're going to hear this and, and they're going to report us to the cancel police. You think and they're going to execute us. You think there's going to be archives in 10 years? Highly doubtful. At the time that we're recording this, we're looking at a weekend coming up ahead of us of Mother's Day. And we just want to say thank you to all those mommies out there. And we want to say you're respected. And without you, we can't we can't do what we do. We can't nope. we can't put the mic to the hard drive, to the stream, to the upload, to the social. And you make it all possible. Shout out to you. Uh, maybe you're listening to this on Mother's Day. Maybe this gets out in time. And we want to say thank you for all that you do. And thank you for all the moms out there listening to us today. We know that there's a lot of you. And maybe it's going to have to be a quick turnaround, Ryan, if you want to get this out by Mother's Day. We're going to we're gonna have to speed up the schedule here. If we yeah, want to get this tribute out to mommies. Maybe, maybe we clip this. Maybe not as much mothers as there would have been <laughs> a generation ago. Because it's just more expensive to have a child. Which is so. why there's... Which is why there's three people yeah. working at checkers at 10 yeah. at night. Yeah. And if you're not having a, a kid, if you're not into being a mom, maybe you're a, a fur mom, maybe you're a dog mom, a cat mom, shout out to you as well. You are equally as deserving as uh, of the holiday. So this one's you're, for you're you. all Queens. You're, you're all Queens. You're all very beautiful to me. This was, this is for <laughs> you folks. All of you mothers out there. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 